All right, everybody, welcome to the Service MVP podcast. My name is Joe Crisera, America's Service Coach, and I'm here with one of my very best friends, Chloe Davis from Express Services in Nampa, Idaho. Chloe, say hi to our uh, people here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me on, Joe. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, there's very few people that uh, when you first meet them, you feel like you, it's like you stepped into a pair of old shoes or you feel like you wore a, a perfectly fitting sweater or something where it just feels very comfortable. And Chloe uh, definitely has done that. Uh, when I work with Express Services, I had the uh, the red carpet ro- uh, welcome mat rolled out for Uncle Joe and uh, She's created a few terms called the Uncle Joe Spike and things like that. So she's got a, yep. <laughs> got a bunch of her own little things there. But Chloe's going to do a thing today called uh, just three tips uh, to effective uh, service business leadership. Uh, Chloe, uh, why don't we start by just telling people how you got to the point where you emerged as one of the uh, main leaders there at the Express Service Company in Nampa, Idaho. Yeah, so it's been quite a journey in terms of my father starting the business in 2006, and it came to the point where I was in between going to college and figuring out the direction I wanted to go, and I was given the opportunity to work for the business um, in doing data entry and quote-unquote marketing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just mainly posted memes. And, <laughs> as I, <laughs> um, and as I started going to school um, and taking my business classes um, at Boise State, I started realizing that business was something that was second nature and something that I, I just fell in love with. And so I really started applying a lot that I learned from my college experience to the business. But it really came around when we went to Pantheon in 2019 and we discovered that uh, we weren't the biggest fish in the sea. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so and we set out. And the sea's pretty big too, isn't it, by the oh, way? It's yeah. a pretty big sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so it was one of those exciting things where we didn't know how to get there, but we knew that there was a destination. And I just remember seeing um, a business on stage, and they said that there were $10 million. And we we're like, that's triple, quadruple our size. Like, that's crazy. How do you get there? And uh, for me, I am naturally highly uh, theoretical. So I love learning. That's one of the base things that motivates me is just learning. And we ended up going visiting other shops and it was just so natural for me to learn other businesses ways and start doing them in our business. And it got to the point where we just kept doing this. We kept learning, you know, from you, your processes, we kept learning from um, other processes as well too. And we just kept implementing and implementing. And there was a very high level of mutual respect between my dad and I, and it just got to the point where one day he looked at me and he goes, you know, you've, you've ran really hard. You've helped implement a lot of things in this business. Um, Do you want to be, you know, the CEO of the company? And I had to take a step back and say, of course, this is something that I would absolutely love to do, but what do those shoes look like and how can I feel them best to be me? So I read a lot of books, readers are leaders, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and that's when I really started pushing the company forward, being the CEO of the company. I still have a lot of backing and a lot of respect from my parents. They still help me out, but also the leadership team, and that was something that 
has been really fun and exciting is to watch their growth, not only my growth as a leader, but also their growth too. So just a well, lot of learning. <laughs> that's, that's really great. Well, I do notice that. I said, a couple of things I want to uh, make sure I do make some special mentions of honorable mentions here because, uh, and I did promise Ben, who is your father, Mm -hmm. uh, ben davis that i would uh, get him on the podcast too i think he was a little bit like uh, like uh, hey maybe someday i'll get on there, there. <laughs> i'm like yeah right you're right you'll get that don't worry we're gonna get you there ben but truthfully uh ben and jennifer davis are two of the mm -hmm. finest people uh i think you'll agree with me too right chloe that they're two of the finest people that we, any anybody could ever hope to meet and yeah. all heart all heart in so many ways and uh so giving you know and it you know, Ben and the team, the Express team, and you, Chloe, uh, really embody the thing I've always said about contractors, that they would give their last dime to make sure that their employees were oh, educated yeah. and got what they need to perform their job right. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. One of our base core values is to protect people. And it's all about being kind and encouraging and building each other up. And that's one of the fundamental core values that my dad has. So I think really I think that's true, I, and they live it out too. I mean, seriously, mm -hmm. when I, uh, you know, even though they, even when they deliver bad news, sometimes they definitely know how to do that in a kind and caring way. You always leave a meeting with the Davis family, uh, feeling uh, cared for, respected, and supported for sure. Uh, well, if you don't mind, Chloe, I mean, although we can have this, uh, we could have a have a, bouquet, <laughs> a bouquet of roses given to each other for for we could probably do that for a couple hours. There's so many great things we could say about each other, but uh, let's talk about these tips i know becoming a leader and ben has uh i do recall him uh investing both the time and the energy uh and money to get you uh leadership lessons and some training on leadership and things like that mm -hmm. as well too uh why don't we go ahead and just have you from your point of view as somebody who's uh, recently been elevated to one of the highest positions in the company uh just give us uh three tips that you can say were instrumental in your uh, journey to becoming a leader and listen i know it's not a, it's always a work in progress no we're never even me i'm not i never look mm -hmm. at myself like i'm i'm finished like i've got a lot lot to learn and i'm i'm willing to that's so why i'm going to take some notes right now and get my my trusty pen right here so i'm going to get this and take some notes and uh see what i can learn from you right now so give us the first <laughs> tip if you can uh for effective leadership in a service contracting business what do you think well for me number one the definition of leadership is getting people to do what you want them to do because they want to do it so it's not about forcing people to do things. It's about getting a team to be able to accomplish a goal because they want to accomplish it. You always have to answer the what's in it for me. Why should they care about this goal? Not just because they get to keep their job, but why? Um, so you have to be able to set up some clear expectations. And with these clear expectations, you have to be able to show them how it's going to impact them professionally and personally. So with clear expectations, that was a huge road bump that our team experienced and I loved watching it. <laughs> it was big, big growing pains. With clear expectations, that's just setting up the, a KPI, a key fundamental you know, a performance indicator and where you want them to be and when you want them to get there by. So you can't just say, oh, I want your average ticket to go from $300 to $500. You have to set an actual deadline and a date in order for them to be able to do that with that clear mm -hmm. expectation um, and be willing to help them. I think that was one of my favorite things was watching our team members um, actually ask 
for help instead of us feel like we're dragging them along. <laughs> uh, one thing I one thing I noticed when I was up there and uh, working with you guys a couple times now is that uh, there'll be a lot of good ideas we I put on the board and everybody be like, oh, that's a good one, Uncle Joe, and that's like it sounds good. And then we'd have a meeting about it, and then uh, we had a guy Ben specifically was very great at creating scrutiny of the idea and saying. Uh, okay, it's an, it sounds like a great idea. And he was like, when we were doing it, he was on board. Then all of a sudden he had this moment. He always had this moment at the end of every time we had an idea. He said, all right, well, what's the actionable item? What are we doing about this then? Because mm -hmm. you know, otherwise it's not going to, nothing happens. And so, uh, so it wasn't just that, uh, it's, it's like in a way they say leaders are kind of like uh, the ultimate salespeople, getting people to do what you want them to do, but make them want to do it. Just mm -hmm. like when you sell a customer, you can't have the customer forced to buy something. How important is it that, that you have a guy like Ben, uh, a partner like him, to create that scrutiny to make sure that uh, it becomes actionable? Tell me about because you mentioned the deadline part, but that kind of inspired me to think about him mm -hmm. when you said that to me. Is that Was that wrong so to say that? What do you think? That is a huge thing that needs to be embedded into the culture, not just from one person driving it. And Ben had always and still does a really good job pushing the team to be able to clarify those kind of things. But it got it gets to a certain point in time where that natural instinct has to be taught down the leadership ladder, because if it is just the one person person pushing it and pushing it, it's great, but it only goes so far. So that was something that. Um, I've been really focusing on throughout the past two years, pushing that type of natural instincts down into the team. A big thing I've had to learn is common sense isn't the same for everybody. So something I feel is, is quote unquote common sense mm -hmm. isn't common sense for one of my other leaders, but they have huge strengths and have other things that are common sense that aren't to me. So there's these key fundamental things like setting up clear expectations that I've had to constantly morph into an actual behavior that they do automatically and on their own. And so Ben was, like I said, was just a really good fundamental piece to that foundation. And then we've learned to push that down to the rest of the team. It's, yeah, I, I, it's I, hard. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, I, think it brings, I think it brings up a really good point about sometimes uh, you need a little bit of a distance. Like sometimes he, when he was like letting you kind of lead the thing and then he took a little step back and said, yeah, okay, I'm seeing the whole picture now, not not just the idea we have, but how are we going to make this actionable? And so number one, I would say uh, inspiring people to make your idea their idea so that they're mm -hmm. on board. Number two, uh, I'm gonna, you already gave me number two. You didn't warn me you were going to give me that, which yeah. is uh, <laughs> KPIs and a vision mm -hmm. uh, uh, and a deadline, like we mm -hmm. just talked about, the accountability of a deadline there. Uh, man, we got we have so many so many lessons. I, mean, we, I don't know why we only have three, but that's just what I try to figure out. But anyway, <laughs> what else you got? Can you go to? Can you move on to another one? I mean, that's, we, we, they're all kind of blending together, actually. But go ahead and tell me another one if you got something else. <laughs> um, I do with leadership. It's don't make it personal. Um, I think that was a huge thing where we can make the policy or procedure the bad guy, and it just makes leadership so much more. Um, actionable for the management team members when we're, we're able to really refer a policy or procedure and not make it personal anymore and say, hey, we're here to work together. Here's the expectation. Here's the policy or procedure like the Uncle Joe process uh, for doing a standard service call. Here is this process written down. Here's what you're doing. Let's work together to get there. Um, far too many times as they were, as our leadership team was developing, did we make it too personal? And that's when a team member feels attacked. 
They put mm. their guards up immediately and then they start justifying their actions. But if you have some guidelines written down and you say, no, here's, you know, here's the process. We're both agreeing on this. Here's where you're at. Let's work together and just pick one thing to work on. So like I am saying, don't make it personal. And the easiest way to do that is by having something written down, either a policy or procedure or an operational manual that you're referring together and you are working together to accomplish yeah. that goal. Well, you know, it's like interesting because you say don't make it personal yet. I can't think of any family other than the Davis family that does make it more personal because it's not, 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 but not the policy isn't personal, but your, your motivation and your care for everybody is, is is very personal. The way Ben and you and Mm -hmm. Jennifer talk to people, it's uh, it's, that's why, that's why you're so endeared by the contracting community. I believe is because you do have a a sense of care. How do you separate that? You got the policy, which is Mm -hmm. okay. This is a business policy. It's just, business on this hand but the other hand you got to make sure you got the motivation tell me a little bit about that too I put so much passion and so does my dad and my mother with creating a career path our motto and I'm 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 implementing this from somebody I've heard this before Mm. is if it's meant to be it's up to me Mm. and we put so much care and love and time and effort into making a career path that is there for the person to grab. There's qualifications checklist. There is clear standards, training. There's just so much that that person can grab that if they want it, if they want to one day become a service field supervisor or even a service manager in our company, it is there. So the the personal touch, the care, the love, and the passion that we have for every single person is motivating them to go through their career path with an express plumbing, heating, and air. Everything from an apprentice to a junior tech to a senior tech and then to a field supervisor. So, yes, we don't make it personal in terms of what they're doing wrong. We make it personal in terms of what they're doing right. Here's your career path. You do do it, and you're perfectly laid out. And so we celebrate um, a huge thing that I've had to learn is catch people doing it right. Don't try to always seek out catching them doing something wrong. And what I mean by that is if you see somebody doing something wrong, correct it. Just do a verbal. And then the instant that they do it right, reward them. Give them a high five, motivate them, give them a pat on the back. Catch them doing that right more often. I would Mm -hmm. rather motivate my team a positive way than a negative way. Because if you're like, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, it just it demotivates, then how can I do anything? If I can't even do this right, how can I do something else right? And so that's say, where that passion comes from. Would you say that these concepts uh, there, although I were to ask, we're talking as if you're running the whole business, but it could be, these are all true concepts on a service call, a sales call, a uh, you parenting your children or your family. Uh, do these, do, they, do you, do you uh, live these truths uh which are self-evident uh, in all parts of your life, Chloe? How, how, does that, how does that work out there? Whenever a company has core values, the thing I love about them is that they make your own personal core values so much more easier to define. Because like things like, you know, demonstrate integrity, we can all pretty much agree that that's a pretty easy thing to do. <laughs> and so it should be. Yeah, it's one of those things as a a CEO of a company and as a daughter of somebody who founded the company, you have to believe in these core values. And in order to believe in them, you have to act on them. And so, yes, it's something that 
these are so, these are things that are so easy for me to make decisions on because they are at the base of who I am. And I tell every single one of my team members, I don't care if this is your first day or you've been with the company since we started day one. If you make a decision based off of one of our core values, I'm going to stand behind you 110% because it's the exact same decision I would have made. Mm, and those are things that's... that I really live by. I love that. I love that. Well, I do want to give you a chance for one more thing. Cause this is, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if we did the third one or not, but what the heck, I think it's all, it's all really good information. Uh, but, uh, nonetheless, this one, I do want to get, I want to tee this one up for you. Cause when mm-hmm. I was up there last time, you, you, you all of a sudden you gave, gave, gave a spiel about intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. And, uh, it really hit me hard. I don't know if you know that or not, but I, I if you'll go look at it, I made a TikTok and noted, I tagged you in the TikTok as a day. Hey girl, this is you here. Uh, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, it really, it hit me, hit me hard. And it's like, yeah, this is what the heart of motivation. Could you expand on that just for some of the listeners so they can, uh, get a little bit of what you, a little taste of what you mentioned to me that day? Yeah. And so one of the key things with building a company and getting people to do things that you want them to do because it's what they want to do is depending on the motivational factor, there's two ways you can motivate somebody, whether that's intrinsically or extrinsically. Intrinsic motivation is a really natural thing and it's something that you can build off of. Extrinsic motivation, it's very short-lived and extrinsic motivation is... Uh, For a very short burst, giving somebody an additional $100 for doing this one action. Only one time. It's not even consistent. And so extrinsic motivation, it does work for a very short amount of time. But their reason for doing something is because of outside factors. It has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with why they want to do it personally. Intrinsic motivation is about them wanting to do something because it's just it's just inside of them. They have something inside themselves pushing them forward. And with intrinsic motivation, um, you can a first find something that does motivate that person personally. Um, so money might motivate somebody different than somebody else. But with intrinsic motivation, it's really about being able to have somebody that just naturally wants to push themselves forward. But a key to that and something I found out recently is make it their idea. And the way to make it their idea is asking questions. Don't tell them. It's asking questions. So what do you think about this KP? You lost your sound for a second. You're good now. Go ahead. Continue. Um, and so it's all about making it their idea and asking open-ended questions and guiding them down because then you're going to find what intrinsically motivates them and help them keep pushing themselves forward instead of you constantly dragging. If you feel like you're constantly dragging somebody to water, they're not going to drink the water all the time. But if Mm -hmm. you are walking behind them and they're leading you to the water, then that's how you know that they're intrinsically motivated. And there'll be times where you just feel like, um, some some people do need a deposit in their piggy bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need emotion. They need they need love and care. And so if you notice somebody's going off 90% of the time, it's because they haven't felt love recently. Um, so mm-hmm. I really do encourage our team members to make a deposit in a piggy bank is what we call it to help with that emotion. <laughs> it it is uh it's an interesting way of kind of coming coming toward the end of our interview here, Chloe, which is mentioning that word love. I I can tell you one thing. 
Uh, ben Davis has never held back when he loves you. He, he literally, I, I've, I don't think I've ever had any, any clients say, Hey man, I love you. You know? And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, it just, it just I just got a chill on my spine now when I said it because uh, he has he has never held back in his feelings when he does love somebody and it is a certain uh, there's different forms of love obviously but you know his love for other people is so evident and uh, obviously it's uh, filtered down into you Chloe and uh, you're definitely a great representative for the family and for the company and for all of Idaho I might say that as well and thank, uh, thank uh, and definitely I want to say thank you and I, I love you I love your family as well too to make sure you guys all understand that as well okay well i love you too uncle joe <laughs> oh my, my pleasure all right everybody uh if you ever want any if, if you want to talk to chloe uh is, you know she she's she's an open person and uh you know just don't flood just don't flood them too much they had a thing where they're on the service titan video thing and they got flooded with calls like all right turn that video <laughs> off <laughs> but I, I won't do that because I don't think my podcast has got that same capability that Service Titan has. But Chloe, thanks a lot for being on the podcast here today. And thanks for your amazing uh, example of what great leadership is about. And I know that we're always working on it. And definitely, I can't think of anybody I would rather work with than you. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chloe.